When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, good morning. Welcome to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. It's uh, another beautiful day here in the New York area, wherever you are. Uh, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. Wow, it's hard to believe that Thanksgiving is already here. The holidays itself, Christmas just around the corner. Where has the time gone? But what's nice about having sustainable success is that every day, you know, feels like this time of year, right? So that we could all celebrate who we are, serving our purpose, having optimal wellness, be financially secure, and have thriving relationships. That's what we all inspire to have. And there are people out there that have that. And this is what the purpose of sustainable success is, is to provide valuable contextual content that's going to lead you to that area, to what serves your purpose and who you are. We have a great guest today, but before we get into the topic of mindful money management for sustainable success. I did want to let uh, everybody listening today that you can find us again on Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017. That's Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll find information about today's episode, on-demand content from past episodes that you can listen to over and over again. And of course, you could go to the Voice America Fluencers channel to also Uh, you know, pull down this content and listen at any time. This show is being brought to you today by Power Pack 3. Power Pack 3 is purposely formulated to contain everything vital to your body's needs to function at optimal levels. It contains probiotics, digestive enzymes, and multivitamins. It is known as the world's freshest, most potent vitamin pack. What's great about Power Pack 3 is it never comes from a warehouse doesn't sit on a storage shelf, no fillers, no additives, or no preservatives. If you're interested in learning more about Power Pack 3, you could go to powerpack3.com or dial 877-347-7839. Again, that's powerpack3.com or 877-347-7839. So again, we have a great guest today, and we're going to be talking about mindful money management for sustainable success. Our guest today is Christine Lucan. She is called the Financial Lifeguard. She is a speaker, author, and certified financial coach. She helps people who feel like they are drowning financially to get to a safe place and catch their breath, and then teaches them how to swim. She has a background in accounting, including minors in business administration and psychology, and she's an active member of the Financial Therapy Association. She has spent over 10 years in financial counseling experience, both with individuals and small business owners. She has learned through experience that money issues can be stressful, and even smart people do dumb things with their finances. She's made many of those mistakes herself, which is why people feel comfortable opening up to her and sharing their money struggles. She teaches her Mindful Money Academy classes and webinar for employers across the country. She brings a fresh and innovative approach to money wellness that both employees and management value and enjoy. Her goal in life is to help as many people as possible to become and stay financially healthy. She's also the author of 
Money is emotional. Prevent your heart from hijacking your wallet. I personally read this book. It's a great book and you got to get it. So without further ado, I would like to introduce our guest today, Christine Lucan. Christine, how are you doing today? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. And this is a, a topic that really is dear to my heart. And I'm sure for many of the listeners today, because we have many people that listen to Sustainable Success that are entrepreneurs, they may be involved in, you know, be a serial entrepreneur, or they work for corporations being a business leader. So everything you're going to talk to about today will definitely apply to the people that, that listen to the show on a regular basis. So with that being said, when we look at mindful money management, uh, tell me a little bit about what that, what that means so the listeners get a better idea. Right. Um So we hear the term mindfulness thrown around a lot today. And, you know, mindfulness just basically means to pay attention. And for many of us, our finances are just on autopilot. A lot of people, they don't want to think too much about money because it's a source of stress for them. Um, However, we, we can't really make positive and proactive changes to our money until we become mindful of, you know, what's going on. And part of that isn't just looking at our behaviors around money. It's about our thoughts, our words, and our emotions around money because that drives our behavior. And, you know, so when I say money is emotional, a lot of people react very well to my book title because as soon as they see the title of Money is Emotional, they're like, oh, yes, yes, it is. Um, And, you know, our emotions don't just come out of nowhere. They they might feel like they do, but they don't. There's always something that that proceeds. Absolutely. And, And that is what we think about money and what we say about money out loud. And for a lot of us, you know, we may have gone through life not really stopping to pay attention to what we're saying about money. Now, I've got a lot of things off the top of my head, but I'd be interested to hear from you. What are some of the things that you hear people say about money? Well, I mean, you look at money, a lot of times people feel that there are certain people that are entitled to money, that they're not entitled that for somehow they feel that money means greed or money means that it it's all about money, but they don't really care about anything else. Or it's a lot of times I feel like it's that people don't feel that they're deserving of it. They want it, but yet they feel they don't deserve it at the same time. And obviously those are, these are things that we're going to talk about later, but uh, those are the things that I hear quite often as being a mindset expert that come up as limited beliefs and mindset barriers. Right, right. And I'll hear people say things like, you know, I can't afford that, or I don't get paid enough on my job, or, you know, no one who has a degree in what I have makes a lot of money. You know, like social workers don't make good money, or, you know, and they're they're saying this, this thing <laughs> about themselves that kind of pe- becomes this self-perpetuating 
narrative. You know, like, I'll never get out of student loan debt. And so, of course, you know, your subconscious mind wants your behavior to line up with your thoughts. Correct. And so, so a lot of times it's like people are ruining their personal finances with their mouths. And, of course, you don't say anything that you don't think first. And so that's where it really all starts is in our thoughts because what we think eventually comes out of our mouth and, you know, our subconscious mind wants what we're saying and thinking to line up with our behavior. And it's really interesting. I don't know if you've um, done any study about the conscious mind versus your subconscious mind. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, that's but, what I teach. <laughs> right. So as I was doing the research for Money is Emotional, um, you know, the experts argue over how much of our daily behavior is controlled by our conscious brain. But most of the experts agree that it's less than 5%. So our conscious thoughts are really only, you know, governing 5% of our daily behavior. Now, at first glance, I mean, that might seem like a horrible thing, but if you, if you think about it, how productive would we be on any given day if we had to constantly think about breathing or if we had to remember how to tie our shoes every time we needed to tie our shoes? So it is good that a lot of these things are happening subconsciously because that leaves that 5% of our brain available to learn new things, to make decisions, to relate to other people. Um, but the problem is when we have those, those money thoughts on autopilot and they're not positive, then, you know, we're just, we're going, we're just, you know, continuing with this scripted behavior without really examining it. And, but the good news is we can reprogram our subconscious mind with our conscious mind. But the first thing we have to do is become mindful of what we're thinking and saying about money. So one of the things that an exercise that I like to do with my uh, coaching clients is I will have them carry an index card with them for a week. And I'll say, you know what, just put it in your wallet or put it in your purse or your laptop bag, whatever you're going to have with you. And when you notice a negative money thought or negative words about money coming out of your mouth, just write them down on the index card. Now, don't do anything with it. Just, just write it down on the index card. Then at the end of the week... Take that index card and look at what you've written. You know, what sorts of things are you saying about your money? And, you know, we've heard that our words create our reality. And so a lot of times it's very telling when you look at those words and then you're like, oh, well, no wonder my business isn't doing well or no wonder I'm not doing well on the personal side with my money. And so then what I will do is I will have people rewrite those as positives. And so the one thing that I talk about in Money is Emotional, I actually refer to another book, which is called The Little Book of Affirmations by Noah St. John. And I don't know if you had heard of affirmations before you read the book. 
Well, I know about um, I know about affirmations because <clears throat> I practice them, and I know Noah St. John, so I know both of them. Okay. Are, yeah. Okay. Good. So you know, a lot of people have been taught affirmations, which is just a positive statement about saying, you know, my student loans are paid in full, um, my net worth is a million dollars, and so what Noah St. John found out was when people say say those things as a statement and they're not true yet, you have that little negative voice in the back of your head that says, you know, when you say, my student loans are paid in full, that little negative voice says, no, they're not. Or my net worth is a million dollars, that little negative voice says, well, no, it's not. So what he proposes is to actually change those into why questions, to say, why are my student loans paid in full? Or why is my net worth a million dollars? And just by changing that to a why question, you notice it turns off that negative voice that talks back to you. And what it does instead is it engages your imagination and your subconscious because when someone asks you a why question, you want to answer it, right? You want to know why. I mean, a two or three-year-old, that's all they ask for like a whole entire year. (laughs) They ask a lot of questions. Right. I got they a 10-year-old that does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like they, they want to know why. And our subconscious is the same way. It wants to know why. So when you ask that why question, why are my student loans paid in full? Why is my, you know, why is my business billing $500,000 this year? Your subconscious mind will start to work on that and say, well, you know, maybe I'm paying extra on my student loans because I'm, cutting back in these other areas. And so when I have people take those negative statements that they've had on their index cards, I will have them rewrite those as those affirmation why questions. And then that becomes part of their homework for them to repeat those affirmations and keep them somewhere where they'll see them on a regular basis. And by repeating those over and over and over again, you're basically rewriting all of those negative thoughts because you can't have, you can't have a positive and a negative existing both at the same time. But you have to understand if you have told yourself over and over and over again, I can't afford it. I'm always going to be in debt. It's going to take some time to rewrite those, those thoughts, which eventually become your words which eventually become your actions. And that's exactly the point that we're trying to get people to, is to change their actions. But if you try to get people to change their actions without changing their thoughts, we know what happens, right? Oh, yeah. People don't stick to it. Well, that's the thing about, you know, when you talk about thoughts, words, and emotions, they, they work in synchronization. I mean, in terms of fulfilling your desire, what you're trying to accomplish. They have to all be congruent working together. There are many times where people will say certain words, but meanwhile, the thoughts will be completely opposite. And then they they wonder why they're not able to achieve what, they struck, what they're looking for, in this case, money, because their thoughts are invisible to other people. They can't see them. They can't hear them. Right. Only the person can, but they know the words they speak are opposite of what the thoughts are. So people mm-hmm. can say anything, So, but it's so important because thoughts are 
are very powerful. Their their energy, they vibrate at a certain level. Negative energy vibrates at a lower level than than positive energy, but yet those that energy either way is powerful that it puts it out to the universe to kind of reinforce exactly what you're thinking. Yes, for sure. For sure. And you've probably noticed that that when you decide I want to get a particular area of my life together, whether it's money or something else, and you have that commitment to do it, then you start attracting resources and attracting people into your life who have that same mindset. You know, they always say, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And that's true. When people are ready to hear it and ready to change, they're going to attract people who are on that same journey to them, which obviously makes it much easier when you've got other people who also want to have a healthy money relationship, want to grow their business, etc. cetera, um, that it's important to get in relationship with those people, which is what we'll talk about in our second segment, right? Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> so uh, we, we got about, um, you know, uh, Christy, we got about about a little over a minute, about a minute, actually. So c- let's summarize real quick what we just talked about for the listeners, including those that will be listening on demand. Again, the, the how powerful thoughts, words and emotions working together are going to be the difference between, you know, being financially sound and secure and versus the opposite. Right. Well, and I think that's where a lot of other um, money books kind of fall down. They give you the techniques and the actions, but the fuel for those actions comes from your thoughts and your words, which affect your emotions. So in order for you to get really excited about wanting to be debt-free, about wanting to have a financial plan to take you forward in the future, you need to have that fuel there Yeah. in order, you know, you might have the vehicle, but if you don't have that fuel, you can't underestimate that. And I've, I've seen it where, where people try to do it without having, you know, really dealt with their thoughts, words, and emotions, and they don't get very far. No, that's true. Well, we're going to we're going to be talking about we're going to be getting back shortly. We're going to be talking about the relationship when it comes to mindful money management. You're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. We'll be right back after the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. 
Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1 866 472 5795. Again, that's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back. We're here with uh, Christine Lucan, who is a financial expert in terms of financial counseling on uh, money matters that deal from an emotional level. And we had uh, she provided some great information about how our thoughts, words, and emotions play an important role with our dialogue with money. And she made an important point and we, you know, it, that she talked about that there are a lot of great resources out there in terms of that could show people how to better manage money, how to make money, how to get out of debt, uh, how to save for the future. However, what they fail to do, and it's not that they fail, it's just that maybe that's not their area, is they don't address the mindset. And if the mindset is not intact at the subconscious level, then it's almost impossible to achieve what you desire in terms of making more money or saving more money for a sustainable period of time without having that right mindset. And so Christine brought that up today, and and that was so important. So we're going to be getting into the relationship side. So Christine, can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, why it's important to have the right relationship when it comes to money? Yes. Um... Well, and one of the things that I talk to my clients about is that, you know, this is kind of, you know, two different parts of this. One is that you have a relationship with money and that you need to think about money as almost as a person that you're in a relationship with. And it's important that um, you respect your money, that you give it positive attention and that there's honesty in that relationship, you know, that you're honest with yourself about where you are financially. Um, And the flip side of that is the reason why money is so emotional is because it affects our relationships. So when we think about our relationship with our spouse or our significant other, um, with parents and with kids, these issues of money can become emotional when there's another person in the equation. And the people that you're in relationship with can also affect how you interact with money. And my own story is a perfect example of that because when I graduated um, from high school, 
I started dating a guy who, um, you know, he just was not good with money at all. And, you know, we dated and then became engaged. And that was, fortunately, I didn't marry him. (laughs) It was a seven-year relationship. And by the time I left that relationship, I had hit financial rock bottom, despite having an accounting degree. And it was because, you know, he had bad money habits. He definitely had very negative thoughts about money. And part of that was because of his upbringing, which we'll also talk about. Um, But, you know, for me, it was, my finances got a lot better as soon as I got out of that relationship. And so sometimes the people that we're in relationship with can, you know, cause us to get off track with money. So, you know, there's kind of two parts of it, and I didn't know which part you wanted to spend more time exploring because we could probably talk about each of them for an hour just on their own. Yeah, I mean, I I would say talk about what you feel that you that you think is most important because they're all important to me. So yeah, I think one or the is. other is fine. Yeah, well, and I think probably, uh, you know, a lot of people – you know, I, I get this question a lot from from married folks where maybe one of them is on board with wanting to get their money situation better. And they really struggle with how do I get my spouse or partner on board with, you know, with helping me to do this. Because obviously, if you're in a marriage relationship, you can't do it by yourself or even if you're living together, um, you know, I, that was my experience. You know, I, I wanted for us to do better financially, but when you've got somebody who's pulling you in the opposite direction, it makes it kind of hard. Um, and when I'm dealing with, with, with couples, when we're doing coaching, um, one of the things that the, really the first thing that I do with people is we do what's called a dream session. And we talk about if you woke up tomorrow and you felt really good about your money, what has changed? What sorts of, you know, changes would have manifested in your finances? And it's interesting to go through that, um, that exercise with the couple because I also have them do a vision board together. It's one of their homework assignments. And typically what I find is that they usually want the same outcome. They're just kind of coming at it from two different perspectives. Yeah. Like they're disagreeing about how we should get out of debt or what changes we should make. Um, but they both agree that yes, we, we should get out of debt. And so that's one of the things that I always talk about with, with people is, you know, when you're having these money disagreements is let's focus on the future and what do we want our preferred financial future to look like Because when you can get a a couple to agree on that, they're usually more open to different pathways to get there. And so I think that's very important. And a lot of, a lot of couples don't have open discussions about money. Yeah. Communication. I think that's a big thing is the the (laughs) lack of communication or not listening. So communicate, obviously listening is a part of communication and I think that is that there, a breakdown in those areas is usually a, also a problem when it comes to money matters. Mm-hmm. Right, 
Right. And then the other thing, too, that I tell people is the people who you surround yourself with, and you talk about this in your book, um, they greatly affect your level of success in life, you know, financial and otherwise. And I know, you know, when I was, when I was dating my ex, all of the people that we hung around with were broke and living paycheck to paycheck and, you know, didn't really have a lot of plans for the future. And so, you know, we were all in that same financial reality together. And so it was interesting that once I, you know, broke off that relationship and got myself around some new people (laughs) that it seemed like it was so much easier when you surround yourself with people who have that same mindset that they want to improve, they want to grow, um, they want to learn that it's so much easier to do that. And you don't have people um, kind of fighting against you, which sometimes you, sometimes you'll have that. Unfortunately, sometimes it's even people in your own family, you know, when you decide, Hey, I want to start my own business or, you know, make the declaration that I'm going to be a millionaire or I'm going to get out of debt. And then you've got the naysayers. You see that a lot with network marketing. When people, when one of the spouses gets into a network marketing business, see that a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where one's very gung ho and and wants to change and the other one's just, you know, (laughs) Yeah, they, they only the agree when things start working out. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. So it, it is vitally important that you surround yourself with people who, um, you know, who want to do better and want to come up higher. And I think for people who are self-employed, it's very important to get yourself into like a mastermind group or a networking group where, you know, people are movers and shakers because sometimes being an entrepreneur can be a very lonely um, profession because you don't have that built-in camaraderie that you do when you go to work in an office and, you know, you're around the same people all the time. That's true. Absolutely true. Yeah. It's a different mindset again. It you know, is. that's the thing. It it's, um, you know, and I think we're, you know, we'll be talking more about that in the uh, the next uh, leg of the show. But, but you know, again, the relationship part is so important. You know, who you surround yourself with and, and that plays an important role. It's not to say that you push certain people to the side because maybe they're, you know, they just don't see eye to eye to you. But you begin to align yourself with people that are going to, you know, help fulfill that, that they're doing it for you, but it's just the energy that are being around them, maybe doing business with them, or maybe they're referring people to you. That's going to help you to, you know, get to where you want to be and to, you know, be able to kind of like learn from them because they empower you through their example to adopt the right mindset towards, you know, having a better relationship with money. Right. Absolutely. Right. And like you said, it's not like you're going to drop all your old friends. Um, But certainly those people who you let into your inner circle and, you know, you you talk about your business and or your money. um, You want to have those people who are encouraging you 
in our, you know, building you up versus tearing you down. And unfortunately, exactly. sometimes we have those people in our, in our lives that we can't really get away from, and we just need to make sure we have enough other positive people to, to counteract that. Yeah, and, there, and there's things with boundaries. I mean, obviously, especially with family, that because they're family, you can't walk away, but you could put up right. boundaries. And, yeah. you know, if it begins to be, get to a point, if something is toxic and it impacts your well-being, in this case, financial well-being, well, then there's sometimes that there has to be a separation or that you have to, you know, move on, so to speak, because it becomes so intense that it's not working for anybody and nobody's growing. And so those are just kind of yeah. warning signs, I guess, to look for. Oh, trust me. I, I had to read the boundaries book about five times after I left my ex-fiance because I had zero boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've all been there. I can, I can, I can, I'll raise my hand to that. I mean, that was a big, uh, big part of, uh, with writing master your inner critic resolve the root cause create prosperity. You know, again, you know, when you adopt the, you know, the, a different, when you are able to change your mindset and to shed the, the habits and lack of discipline and, and behaviors that did not serve you, no matter what it is. I mean, in this case, it doesn't have to apply to money only. Right. That, that you're not, at that point, once you clear the slate, then you can then, like, like if you were molding clay, which in this case is your mindset, you can implement new habits, behaviors, and disciplines that are going to take you to where you want to go. So there are many people that have been financially in debt or had no money to their name and just completely turned full circle, you know, to become very wealthy. And again, it's right. not about how much money you have. It's about the money you do have that creates the life that 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 is meant to serve your purpose, to have the freedom to spend yeah. time doing the things you love to do and having time for your for your family. So that's yeah. where where this all comes into play. It's not just how much money you're making. It's like what you, what the money can help you do in terms of fulfilling all these things that are important to you. Absolutely. Cause it's not really about the money itself. It's what does, what does that money represent? You know, does that money represent, I can send my kids to private school. Does that represent, um, you know, that we can take, a vacation to Alaska or to Hawaii and not have to go into debt for that. Um, you know, it's really about, it's about your values. And, you know, like you said, for everybody, it doesn't necessarily have to mean a huge house and a boat and, you know, a jet setting lifestyle for, for somebody else. It, it might be a cabin in the woods with very little responsibility, but they, they have zero debt and are self-sufficient. So it's really a matter of, you know, especially if you're in a relationship and you're married to somebody that, you know, you can talk about what does that look like for us and, you know, what what changes do we need to make? And it's so interesting because when I do coaching with people, you know, we'll look at their current spending and I'll say, okay, you know, you guys have said that this is important to you. You know, this is your vision of what your preferred financial future looks like and yet your current spending and saving habits are not lining up with that picture and it all comes back to that mindfulness you know if we've got the, our spending on autopilot <laughs> and we're not intentionally saying 
this is how I want to spend my money and this is how I want to be saving because this is my end goal, then, you know, it, it is very obvious that we're not going to get to that end goal unless we're mindful and intentional about that. And, you know, we can do that within the context of our relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And being mindful, like you said, it's being not only attentive, but, you know, being in the moment and being present. You know, you're not thinking about the past. You're not in the future because the past brings up fear, brings up stress, uh, worry. And these are the things that really inhibit one to get past their money woes or their money problems, or they're not in the future where anxiety exists. They're projecting something that hasn't happened or they project that they're going to go bankrupt. And when it hasn't even happened, and that creates uh, anxiety that leads to procrastination. So all these are important uh, to really recognize that when you're when you're mindful, you're in the moment. You know that cannot exist unless you allow it. You always have that choice. But this is where the mindset plays an important role. We have a couple minutes, uh, Christine, until we go to break. And so I wanted to kind of say, you know, kind of summarize again. You know, when people are, you know, what are some of the, like, some tips real quick that people can really pick up on relationships with money? What to look for if something's not working, like what you've already talked about, but kind of summarize it. And if they're not aware, you know, how can they go about, you know, finding out what, you know, might be holding them back? Yeah, well, certainly, you know, if if you're in a serious relationship, especially if you're married, it's important to have regular conversations about money. Um, and most of most of the people that that I'm coaching, they have regular arguments about money, but they don't have regular conversations about money, um, which means you're being proactive and you're being mindful. Um, but you know, the good news is that although money has the has the potential to be a source of arguments, it also, if we can get on the same page about it it has the possibility of strengthening our marriage because when we communicate regularly about money, we're actually communicating about our values because we said, you know, really the money, it's really not about the money. It's what the money can buy for us and what it can do for us. And so to have that conversation with your spouse or partner about what does our preferred financial future look like? What's important to us? Yeah. Um, what charities do we want to give to? And just really dreaming about that future without putting limits on it. Um, I always have people do that yeah. first before we start digging into the actual reality of how they're spending yeah. their money now yep. so that we can make those proactive changes. And they know this is why we're making these changes. No, that's so important. We're going to be uh, we're, uh, we're going to be listening to Christine when we get back from the break to wrap that up because this is so important. Again, you're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show, and we'll be right back after the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. 
For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Do you feel shackled to your business? Do you feel that there is no room for anything else? Like a personal life, family, fun. Did you know that there is another way? Listen for The Unshackled Life with host Aaron Scott Young. We'll discuss what helps your business work better for you so that you get to have a life. Aaron Young has been starting and running companies for over 30 years. It's time for you to finally have the time, money, and freedom that you've always wanted. The Unshackled Life. Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Influencers. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. Today's show is being brought to you by PowerPack 3. Again, PowerPack 3 is purposely formulated to contain everything vital to your body's needs to function at optimal levels. It's the only multivitamin pack that is fresh. It does not come from a warehouse and does not sit on a store shelf. So again, if you're looking for the freshest probiotics, digestive enzymes, and multivitamins all in one with no preservatives, go visit PowerPack3 at powerpack3.com or call 877-347-7839. And again, we have been talking with Christine Lucan, who is a financial expert or what we call a financial lifeguard 
And we've been talking about mindful management or money management for sustainable success. And we had, had talked about how thoughts, words, and emotions play an important role with our dialogue with money, what our relationships were with money. But now we're going to get to really the root of where these relationships and thoughts and words and emotions come from. And that is through past money narratives. So, Christine, can you talk to the audience today about what you mean by past money narratives and, and how that plays a role either negatively or positively on people's dialogue with money? Sure. Um, well, past money narratives are essentially the, um, you know, the, the words, actions, and attitudes of the authority figures in your life as you were growing up. So most of the time, that's your parents. You know, sometimes it could be grandparents or aunts and uncles who you were close to. Um, it could even be something that, you know, a, a coach or a teacher or even your first boss on your first job, um, you know, said to you about money that you have internalized as the truth without really examining it. And, you know, sometimes with my coaching clients, I will ask them, um, I'll say, you know, how did your parents handle money? And sometimes it's, it's very, it's very telling, um, to hear how they were raised and what, what their parents believed about money, um, their actions around money. And, you know, when we talk about, when we talked about relationships, a lot of times when you have these conflicts between spouses or partners, it's because they're living out different money narratives from the past. You know, if they were raised very differently with very different attitudes about spending and saving and investing, um, that can be the source of, of some of those clashes. And a lot of times we don't stop to really examine where those things come from. So we talked in the first segment about, you know, capturing those negative money thoughts and money words. Well, if we think about it, sometimes when we read those negative money thoughts or money words, those are the things that our parents said to us growing up. You know, things like money doesn't grow on trees. What do you think I'm made of money? You know, we're not rich. That those things, if you hear them enough times, especially growing up, um, you know, the younger you are, you just accept what your parents tell you as the truth. And if you've internalized that, um, you know, a lot of times we don't ever go back to examine those kinds of things. And it was so interesting because um, not too long ago I had a coaching client and she told me, she said, I know that I have a problem with spending. And she said, I just feel like I'm an adult and I work hard and I should get to spend what I want to. However, at the same time, I realized that my lack of savings is stressing me out. And so I had asked her, I said, you know, tell me about how your parents handled money. Do you think this comes from, you know, something your parents said or did? And, you know, she really couldn't think of anything. But when she came back for her second coaching appointment, she said, I now know where that came from. 
She said, when I was little, my mom would take my two brothers and I shopping for clothes. You know, usually it was around school time. Uh, You know, we usually shopped for our winter clothes and then shopped for our summer clothes. And she would take us to the discount department stores. So she would take us to, you know, JCPenney's or Sears. And she would have a very strict budget for the money that she was going to spend on each of us for clothes. And so, you know, when I got to the age to where I had an opinion about what I wanted to buy, you know, I would ask her things and sometimes it would be like, well, no, you can't get that because then that's going to put you over budget. But when they finished shopping for the kids, they would then go to the high-end department store and mom would buy whatever she wanted for herself. And the first time that my client asked her mom, well, how come we can only spend this, but you get to spend whatever you want to, then mom replied with, because I'm an adult and adults get to spend whatever they want to. And so she was living that out in her adult life without even thinking about it. Yeah, that is so important. Right. So she had internalized this, that this is what adults do. Hardworking adults, they get to spend whatever they want to on themselves without really thinking, is that in, in line with my long-term plan and my preferred financial future to spend whatever I want to? <laughs> but she had this, you know, she told me, she's like, I just have this, she had this conviction. I'm an adult. I should be able to, to buy whatever I want to. And I told her. Yes, you are an adult and you can buy whatever you want to. I said, however, it is up to you to make the choice of, is this serving me and my preferred financial future? Now, that doesn't mean that you have to stop spending any money on yourself and go to the other extreme and, you know, hoard your money and only save it and never spend anything on yourself. But let's talk about what is a reasonable amount to spend on yourself versus to be saving. So I thought that was really interesting. No, and that's an important thing because, I mean, again, that's that's something subconsciously she learned and she was doing it on autopilot. And a lot of times it also fit, can fulfill a negative emotion. You know, there might be passive anger towards her mother that she's probably not even aware of. And because of that, it, it, it by buying something that she thinks is significant to her at the time, temporarily gives her, you know, f- fulfills that need, or to, you know, maybe to, you know, it 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 it, it kind of uh, masks this passive anger. She can't put her finger on it, but yet it's just enough to kind of take it away for a short period of time. But then once the novelty of what she bought wears off it comes right back again. So it's like managing the problem, but it's not solving the problem. Right, right. And so it was very interesting, and and we spent some time discussing that. And I said, um, you know, so we kind of reframed that, and I said, okay, so is is this money narrative serving you? And she's like, no, it's not. And she said, you know, I feel like I want to save X amount every month out of, you know, out of my income. And so, so what we decided to do was to put her spending money in a completely separate account with a separate debit card 
And she had the freedom to spend that pool of money however she wanted to during the month. But it was limited to a certain dollar amount. So what that did was that that played into the thing of, yes, I am an adult and I can spend this pool of money. Let's just say it was $400 a month. I don't remember what the exact numbers, but let's just say it was $400 a month. I get to spend $400 a month on whatever I want to because I'm an adult and whether I want to, you know, go to a concert or whether I want to go out to eat or whether I want to buy clothes or get my hair done. I'm an adult and that's my choice. However, we used this little trick of setting up the separate account so that she couldn't accidentally spend the money that was supposed to be for saving or investing or for her other bills. Wow. So we still, so we still kind of played into that where she felt like, yes, I am an adult and I can spend what, I can spend this amount of money however I want to. And that way she could still get that positive zing without derailing her plan. But if we hadn't dug into that and discovered what was the cause behind that, you know, she might still be caught in that same pattern. Oh, absolutely. And it might have gotten worse over time. There's no question. And we could probably, right. you could probably share many stories about this. I have many stories as well about these, how these patterns evolve over time. And it all comes, stems back to our childhood, like you said, uh, Christine. And, it, and this is where people need to really understand to get to the problem rather than manage the problem. This is where you see sustainable right. success happen is when you get to the problem. You operate within the solution rather than manage the problem itself. So, Christine, we're we're about two minutes away from the end of the show. I wanted to let people know where they can find you for more information. If they're seeking counseling or advice as to what you do, perhaps maybe you might be speaking somewhere where where they live, where they can come see you. Tell us a little bit about where people can find you and what you're currently working on. Sure. Well, they can find me at christinelukin.com or they can find me at moneyisemotional.com. Both of those will go to to my website. Um, I'm always doing webinars and um, online classes all the time. So no matter where your audience is, they can uh, plug into those. Um, I'm actually working on my second book right now, uh, which is called Manage Money Like a Boss. A Financial Guide for Self-Employed Creative. So that will be coming out uh, the second half of 2018. So I certainly hope the self-employed creatives in the group will, uh, you know, sign up for my newsletter so they can uh, get the news when when that is about to be launched. So, yeah, there's a lot of great resources that are 100% free on my website. Um, You know, blog posts about all different types of um, personal finance stuff, and it's always with that emotional, um, emotional, relational, and mental aspect built into yeah. it. Because for me, like I said at the beginning, if we don't deal with that stuff, um, those old financial habits and patterns will come back out if we don't, no. like you said, get to the root of it. 
Got to get to the root of it. I, I wanted to, I want to personally thank you for joining us today. I mean, this information was powerful. I mean, because when it gets, we, you know, we're all about getting to the root cause here and, you know, having sustainable success at the next level within the solution rather than the problem. And you fully addressed that today. We want to personally thank you from the Voice America team, me personally, and our guests. Again, you're listening to Christine Lucan that, uh, talking about mindful money management for sustainable success. You could hear her on demand at the Sustainable Success 2017 Facebook page or at Voice America Influencers Channel. We want to thank you for listening today, and we will be back next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we wish you all to have a prosperous day and a wonderful Thanksgiving, and, and we'll talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.